0: Leviathan Haunt. Howdy, and welcome aboard to my podcast. I'm the captain, Shaibaku of the Dead, and every single audio log, I'll be talking about anything and everything that comes to my mind and is of interest to me. That's including spoilers, so you have been warned. A really good way to support me is by listening to these audio logs on either Audius or Odyssey, since each audio log is uploaded at least 10 days in advance before being available everywhere the link to those and all my social medias are in the dot car link in the show notes so strap in because we're about to take off hey and welcome to a new audio log um so for beginners i like to Turn my attention to Spotify directly. Uh, Spotify, if you're going to make us jump through uh, some hoops to start gaining revenue, which I doubt it's going to happen to. Sorry. I doubt that those I'm going to be able to actually make it through those hoops. Um, At the very least, let me withdraw the $1.16 off of ad revenue I got. Because I can't get it right now because your rule said I have to make at least $10 to withdraw. So what's up with that? So you're not going to let me withdraw what I earn. But at the same time, I can't make more because now you changed the game. I have to jump through hoops. So at the very least, let me just, let me just, uh, let me just withdraw it. Come on, man, please. Anyways, I'm going to switch my attention over to something else. I'm gonna switch it over to what's what's their name? High Res Gaming, I believe that's the name. The guys who made Smite. All right, listen. If your game is constantly crashing on a specific console hardware, aka the Switch, if it's constantly crashing, making to the point where the game crashes and it's impossible to get back into your session, then don't make it for that console and give us an option to migrate everything we want over to another console that can handle the game. Because I find it a little weird that if I try to open Smite on PS4, now I have nothing. I have no skins, no voices, no animation. I have to start from zero, which is very, very weird. Why? Why? I'm saying this like they're going to listen to me. They're going to hear me somewhere, somehow. Uh, The best thing I should do is actually email them. But it's neither here nor there. So today's audio log, I'm actually going to switch things up a little. I usually have talking points I like to go over or talk about recent events that I went to. I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, So here's the thing. I don't listen to a lot of like... Talking show podcast like like probably over 95% of all the podcasts I listen to is all like uh, theology based uh, some of them are actually sermons pre-recorded sermons uploaded onto the internet but I did notice that there's a couple uh, there's a couple uh, there's a couple of uh, folks on the internet who talk about certain topics usually current topics and they go over an article, which I'm gonna to try to do. So let's just get straight to it. So this is from Gizmodo, which, by the looks of just the title itself, it's gonna be another company whose name is gonna be on my blacklist because this is a joke. Um, this is uh, this is seriously a joke this this entire article is a joke. So let me just let me just preface it with this. So I already said it a couple times already. I've heard it a lot. People find journalism. Journalism has been made into a joke today. Nowadays, like, especially when it comes to how people twist and can con- and just it's disgusting. They just twist the truth. They twist news to push an agenda, push propaganda. Uh, supposedly, I don't know if this is true. I never bothered to confirm with this. Um the Texas shooting that happened recently, where the news kept saying, "Oh, it was a white supremacist," but it turned out it was actually an illegal immigrant from, I, I believe, South America. Um, supposedly, when they get when they show his mugshot on the news, they photoshopped him to have blue eyes and a bit more of a uh, more tamed mustache and beard and trimmed to make him look uh, Caucasian, even though he's not. Uh, He's Latino. Anyways, I digress. So let me just get straight to it. Here's the article from Gizmodo. It is called, and this is the reason why it, this caught my attention when I was just scrolling through the front page of my uh, internet explorer. Um, Brave, to be exact. Uh, Let's see. All right, here's here's the article name. Like, this stuck out to me because out of all the actual news, this thing sticks out the most to me. This must be an op-ed, and honestly, it's getting to a point where I'm finding a pattern where if a person makes an op-ed, and they're being paid for that on an official, like, news site, I just feel like all their future arguments are just automatically invalidated if they make these ridiculous op-eds. So let me not tease you anymore. Let me just read the uh, article title, which is the headline, the Twitter menswear guy spotted an orange makeup stain on Trump's suit. Uh, and the subtitle goes, Derek Guy pointed out that the makeup stain on Trump's jacket collar, adding yet another layer of indignity to the proceedings in Manhattan criminal court. <laughs> that is. <laughs> oh, that is so stupid. Uh, and this is by a person named Joni Jody, Jody, excuse me. Jody Serrano, yeah. Jody Serrano is the one who who published this, who uh, made this. And the funny thing is, so I don't, I don't have a video podcast format for this at all. I'm still debating whether or not I want to do that. At the meantime, I don't really have the, I don't have the um, the hardware for that right now. So, in the meantime. I'll have to describe this image. It's such a ridiculous image because it just looks like one of those terrible clickbaity YouTube thumbnails. It's a picture of Donald Trump. And uh, there's just a there's an arrow, a big red arrow pointing to the back area of his collar. And you can you can kind of see a a smudge along his the collar of his uh, business coat. Um, I wouldn't say it's orange. Doesn't look orange here. Um, I don't even know why they said oh, because because of the spray tan, that's why that's probably why they say orange. But it just looks like a, I don't know, it kind of looks like um a Photoshop, but at the same time, it could be the real deal, and maybe it's real and just an honest mistake. It's just so stupid because I only until this recording, I only read the actual headline and not the sub-headline, which just makes this a joke. So let me just read on. Um, uh, while while the rest of the world marvel at the arrest of former President Donald Trump on Tuesday afternoon, Twitter's of course, that, of course, it's Twitter, uh, resident menswear guru Derek Guy. Who? Who? <laughs> Never heard of this guy before. Looking on something that for him was more important. Uh, Trump's courtroom outfit. Uh, Okay. I mean, what I find a little weird at first is that the fact that here's this guy, uh, Derek guy, by his name, uh, he... There's a reason why he finds this to be important to him. But what I find so ridiculous when you compare it to the, the sub headline is like, for whatever reason, this Jody Serrano uh decided to adopt that, even though she has, it sounds nothing native to her. It sounds so ridiculous. Like, what? Um, Let's see. In his review, Guy discovered evidence not of a criminal conduct but supporting the age old theory that the former president does indeed wear makeup, lots of it, which his representatives have long denied. Okay, first of all, why do we care so much about this? I'm a bit more serious. I, I, I just turned the dial up uh, just a smidge when it comes to serious because this is something that's a little, um, th- this doesn't piss me off. I, I wanted that's too that's way too hyperbolic. I'll say that this kind of, it's a little, a little, little, little bit infuriating. Even that's maybe too big of a word. But why do we focus so much on this? Like who cares if he wears makeup and spray tans and stuff? He's a public figure. He's a public figure, like a celebrity, like royalty, like any other president. Of course, if they're going to be on TV, no doubt about it. They have a little makeup on them. Okay? Why is that such a big deal? Why do these guys make it such a big deal? Uh, last week, Guy told his more than 150,000 Twitter followers. Okay, well, I don't know if that's a lie or not. because I'm not on Twitter. Either. Just screw Twitter. Is. Twitter's is a dumpster fire. Even, even though that Elon took over, it's still a dumpster fire. Uh, Twitter followers that he would be reviewing Trump's courtroom outfits when the time presents itself. Okay, so I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. This is something that's important to this guy. Uh, As I read on, Guy regularly reviews outfits from famous people on Twitter, from Chris Pine to King Charles III. So this wasn't a surprise. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's the idea I got from it before I read that uh, sentence to begin with. So I understand that part, but. What I don't, where I'm missing the connection is that this guy of, uh, it's going to be confused. Derek, this Derek guy. So Derek guy, I understand why he has his focus on that because that's what he does. Uh, that's what he does for a living. So I understand that he has a following based on that. But this misconnect that I, that's not working for me is that this Jody Sanders just makes this imaginary bridge to be like, okay, well, it's my problem as well. Why? Why is her? Pro- Why is it her problem? Why does she make a big deal and be so pathetic when she when she says that when, when she like the sub headline says, uh, let's see what Jody Sanders said originally adding yet another layer of of indignity to the proceedings in Manhattan criminal court. Like the picture is not like if there was no red arrow in that picture, all I see is it looks like a shadow. Like if you didn't tell me there was a smudge there, it kind of looks like a shadow. I understand some people say that it's a smudge. I could take that as well. And by the way, this is a, a navy color business coat. So it's not sticking out. He's not wearing anything ridiculous. It's not like clown makeup got smeared um, against a a white cloth. It's just so stupid coming from uh, Miss Sanders. So this Jody woman. All right, continuing on. So, when reviewing photos of the Manhattan courtroom from the Associated Press and Getty, Guy declared that Trump's outfit was okay. I mean, well, I can't really see his outfit because the photo is just like a profile shot of his head and you see a bit of his shoulder and stuff. But So I don't see it. Nothing that he wore, his signature red tie. Good for politics, but bold for court. Um, That's a, that's a little esoteric. I used to be in... Um, I used to be in the life insurance field for like a little bit, and uh, this isn't the time for this. But real quick, if you don't know what the hell are you doing, if you if you're if you're thinking going into uh, life insurance, if you have no cl- no clue what the hell you're doing when you get your license, just get out. You're wasting so much money if you do that. Yeah, I'm kind of speaking out of experience. Sorry. So, uh, but. Um, the point is is that I remember when I used to be at these meetings with these uh, these others got <clears throat> these other people for for health insurance and also life insurance that we also wear we also wear a business business uh, casual or business formal um at the very least business casual. And I like to experiment with ties. Um, that's when I got like a bunch of ties. most of them are gone, but I have a, still have a couple of them le- still here. And I remember I loved to experiment with these ties and just go on YouTube and try, to, try out these different ties to tie a tie. I loved it. I remember one day, um, by the way, my mother was also part of that business no longer. We were at the meeting a little early and my mother noticed that um, I wore like this dark green uh, business suit kind of sticked out but at the same time it didn't pop it was like a per it was like my personality sort of thing she noticed that with my green with my dark green uh business suit and like a a neutral colored business shirt she saw on top like this brightly colored um tie and she's all like what the heck are you doing that doesn't match with that I'm like so who cares i always see people I-, I i didn't think of donald trump when i when i said this i said like I always see people where they don't match their ties. And then she went to one of our good friends who used to work there as well. And I, we asked him, Hey, he doesn't match. And and he said, Oh, that's okay. Some people call that the, uh, what was it? The boss tie or something like that. Like you want to stick out. I'm like, yeah, that's I, that's what I understand. But, uh, okay. You know, continuing the biggest problem, according to guy was Trump's suit jacket, collar. Trump's collar appears to be stained from cosmetics. Cosmetics are oil-based stains, unlike juice or sweat, which are water-based stains. Guy decreed later adding in... Oh, adding a thread on how to remove such stains. Well, that's really nice. Uh, There's actually a link to it. Uh, It's on his Twitter. Not very interested because I actually got rid of that uh, dark green um, business suit a long time ago suits should always be dry clean not oil-based stains but oil-based stains will require careful removal don't wear stained suit jackets when appearing in court Uh, okay The stain on trump's suit looks very much like a makeup stain to me to a to me too as someone who wears makeup and frequently encounters unintentional makeups uh, stains on clothes and stores. When you zoom in on the picture of Trump, like Guy does in his post, you can even see a hint of orange, which may have speculated, which have, which many have speculated is Trump's preferred makeup shade. Considering Guy's exclusive knowledge, extensive knowledge of menswear and clothes, it feels like that he identified the stain. It. Feels likely that he identified this thing. Wow, well, I cannot read. I don't know why. Okay. So she's admitting that she has these mishaps as well. So the author's admitting she's having these mishaps where she gets makeup on her clothes. Uh, going back a little, what this Derek guy said is something that he said here where he said. Suit should always be dry and clean, but oil-based stains would require careful removal. Don't wear stained suit jackets when appearing in court. So I don't know what he was in what he was insinuating when he said that, but it kind of comes off as like Trump knew the suit was stained when he wore it. I mean, I assumed that he would just wore the suit and then the stain got transferred over while he was wearing it that uh on that day. So I don't know. Trump has denied wearing makeup to maintain his orange glow for years, despite all evidence to the contrary. Okay. Like this is something that we all knew since the early two thousands with the, uh, what's the The apprentice. That's a show that used to be a running joke when everyone liked Trump. I mean, not absolutely everyone loved Trump back in the day, but people liked him in the sense of that. He was kind of, he was like a different kind of celebrity back in the day. Some former White House aides have suggested the former president uses a tanning bed given that the skin around his eye tends to be lighter than the rest that the rest oh then the rest of his face. Okay, this time there was a typo here. Suggesting that it may be from the protective goggles used when residing in the device. Other aides meanwhile have claims uh, Trump simply has good genes. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? Like, I assume he spray tans. If he does use a tanning bed, oh, well. People have, people who work for Trump have provided evidence to support the makeup theory. Okay, yada, yada. Who who freaking cares? Uh, former Trump National Golf Club housekeeper Sandra Diaz, who was undocumented when she worked at Trump's golf club, said the former president has an outburst in 2012 with some orange tans saying were remnants of Trump's orange makeup she simply couldn't get out what What does this have to do with him why okay you're just making a mountain out of an anthill like, this is basically what it is because we're almost done with this article and I hate to finish the rest of it but it's just very very little left Uh, first of all Why did she even bring up that that this Sandra Diaz woman was an undocumented worker to begin with? Why even bring that up? Just simply say she's someone that she she was the housekeeper for his country club or his. What was it? His. Golf club. So why even mention the other part? I don't understand that at all. That's kind of weird. It's like you're just pinning stuff. Okay, I think I'm talking a bit too much about that part, but. Well, what does this have to do with indignity? Like, it's to me, it just looks like an honest mistake. Someone may have put too much makeup. I assume it was, uh, maybe it's like hair coloring. His hair is like blonde here. Well, actually, his hair is always blonde. I don't know why I thought it was orange. His skin is orange, but I just assume someone may have spray painted, not spray, a spray tan a bit too much on him earlier in the day or earlier in the week, and then it just smudged onto his suit. Uh, here, we in a 2019 Washington Post story, Diaz described applying a drop of Trump's Swiss makeup on her hand to confirm that it didn't dry up. She also made sure to keep the three containers' face makeup from Bronx colors. I mean, that's a little interesting. This article, this this sent uh, this paragraph. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a little interesting because here it says that the housekeepers, there was more than one housekeeper. They were known to frequently replace Trump's uh, golf shirts, the white ones, because the uh, the stains were hard to get off. So, And when they try to wash it, it would just create these rust colored stains, which honestly doesn't sound too bad if you actually, if they made an effort to like spread the, that, that, uh, that stain across his shirt. That that kind of looks, that it, I imagine it sounding really cool or looking really cool, excuse me. Now, thanks to Guy, we have yet another piece of evidence for the Trump wears makeup camp. Guys, followers, including myself, were riveted. Why? Why? I mean, I understand why this Derek Guy. <laughs> actually, I don't understand Derek Guy. Why he? Actually, nowhere, nowhere in this article does it suggest that this Derek Guy was riveted that he found out that he wears makeup. All that this guy did was he just reviewed the suit. He said it was okay, and he just noticed this. Uh, smudge on the collar and that's it there's nothing that suggests that he was riveted yet another thing like i said earlier with the disconnect where this uh Jody woman is just making this imaginary problem or like i said a little earlier a mountain alvin anthill where she's making this non she's making this non-existent connection between her and Derek and now she's now she's projecting what she thinks onto Derek which doesn't make any sense at all uh, unless there's evidence or unless it said so on their Twitter, which I'm not even going to bother to look. The hard-hitting analysis I'm here for, a user named Jen said in response to Guy's discovery. Okay, what's the problem there? I mean, if it's a follower of, of his, chances are she's also a fanatic for fashion. So what? To be, <clears throat> excuse me. To be clear, wearing makeup is not anything to be ashamed about. Many politicians wear makeup. Like I said earlier, many absolutely, uh, probably, I think it's absolute. If you're a public figure, you're going to wear a little bit of makeup, especially if you're going to be on camera. Uh, Many people in our society wear makeup. I personally wear makeup and am delighted by makeup. What's funny is seeing someone who's obviously wearing makeup say that they're not wearing any or claim it's all (laughs) net. My goodness. All right. So... (laughs) This is funny, but this is frustrating at the same time because she just completely derails her own article because, okay, let me read the title again. The Twitter menswear guy spotted an orange makeup stain on Trump's suit, followed by the sub sub headline, Derek Guy pointed out the makeup stain on Trump's jacket collar, adding yet another layer of indignity to the proceedings in Manhattan criminal court. There is no mentioning about this court uh, procedure at all in this article. This is why a lot of people say journalism is a joke because you have people like Jody Sanders who using official like big name companies like Gizmodo, who I think, I believe they're owned by like one company because I see up here on their, on their menu bar. I see these other companies that I kind of recognize like Kotaku and the onion and stuff. I, I'm assuming they're owned by the, the same company, and she's just putting an op-ed, a terribly put placed op-ed. There's some. I would admit there is some good sourcing and reference to this guy that you keep going back to. But like I said, you're just bridging nonsense. You're making an imaginary connection between you, between Derek Guy and Jody Sanders. So Jody Sanders is making it. Let me reword that again. Jody Sanders is making an, an imaginary connection from herself to Derek guy and then projects what she thinks onto him, even though there's no inclination in this article and then completely derails the whole thing because it sounds like we're going to talk about the orange makeup stain, which we do. But like I said, the sub headline says something completely different and suggests more context, which is not even talked about here, man. Why the hell? Why are people like this are allowed to put out articles like this? I understand. I understand freedom of the press, but if you got people like this who are just putting nonsense out there, this is the reason why people, the the average American folks don't trust. They don't trust mainstream news sites anymore. And Gizmodo is one of them or mainstream news outlets. And this is the reason why a lot of people are saying that that journalism is a joke today. And that's really all I have to say today. Um, yeah, this is going to be, I forgot to say this is going to be a short episode. I wasn't sure it was going to be a short episode, but I managed to fit it all into one segment. So let's land this shit because this is just so funny and, and ridiculous. So we'll end it right here by thank you for listening to me. If you like this, let me know on Odyssey, or if you are listening to this on uh, Spotify slash, uh, Spotify for podcasters. Um, Leave it in the Q&A. So it's, you know, I'm very thankful that y'all listening to me. And until next time, I'll see y'all later. Yo, thanks again for listening. Please share amongst your friends and leave a review. Thank you in advance. And if applicable, I'll love to hear your response to the poll or Q&A that I left. If y'all have any comments, questions, or suggestions, then y'all can voice message me directly on this show's Spotify for Podcasters page or direct message me on mine. Until next time, I'm a villain, not a monster. Post Tenebrous Lux. Die today, live tomorrow.